But praise the Lord. We greet you in the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faith Temple Lighthouse, 7000 Bennett Street. We are thankful. Just thankful to be here. To be alive. To be able to hear this message. To be able to communicate. To be able to think in your right frame of mind. Just thankful. Thankful for the pain that you feel. Oh, amen. Hallelujah. Might not get too much on that, but I'm thankful. I don't always like it, but that means I still can feel stuff. Huh? If I can feel the pain, then I can feel the touch from God. Hallelujah. So I look with that for anticipation that if I got something wrong, God will make it right. He made it wrong so he can make it right. Huh? He let it break so he can fix it. He lost it so he can bring it back. Huh? Huh? Amen. I thank God. I just thank God for being here today. Um, man, these are some trying times, saints. Um, sometimes just lost for words on where we are. Uh, but don't lose sight of God. Don't lose your faith. Don't walk away from God. He said he'll never leave you nor forsake you. He's not going to turn his back. He's faithful. He's faithful. He's faithful. And I thank God. It's good to see the saints. I didn't come last week because I had a cold. I refused to bring anything around anyone because this virus is so deadly and it's spreading so rapidly. But I'm thankful. I pray for my family as they're not with me today. Um, my boys went over to a sleepover. They have to have a break and get out the house as well to their cousins. So we're just prayerful, prayerful, masked up, sanitized up, and whatever it takes to get through. You know, you do what you have to do to make it. So I'm thankful. Uh, I will say I was blown away this week. My son, Jeremiah, uh, blew me away. He started singing a gospel song. Now, that's not even his style. And the song is not a new song. It's not something new and flashy. You know, I thought he might do open door season, you know. No, he's he going to sing if your soul ain't anchored in Jesus. I'm, I had to stop for a minute. And I had to ask that, where's Jeremiah? Because that's not something that you would normally sing. You know, and like I said, it wasn't something of a, of a Dietrich Hatton or anything like that. It was an old school song. If your soul's not anchored in Jesus, and he said you will surely... Drift away. And I was like, where'd you hear that at? He said, Dad, you sing it in church. And I said, you pay attention? And he said, we pay more attention than you think we do. <laughs> so I had to say, my God, I said, I got to watch what I say. <laughs> and I got to watch what I do. Uh, because there are people that are listening and watching. Praise God. This is the holiday season, sometimes the happiest day, sometimes not. A lot of people go through a lot of things. Um, I'm not going to preach the traditional Christmas message. We know that God is with us. Isaiah says that. God is with us. He's with you right now. Let me just assure that. He is with you right now. Okay, no matter where you go. Bible says, I make my bed in hell. He's there. He is there with you. It don't always feel like it. 
but he is there. So uh, as we go into the word, we'll have prayer. Thank you, Lord. I bless your holy name. Just want to be the man called today to do thy will. Lord God, use these lips of clay to say your will and not mine. And let the ears hear what the spirit have to say unto the churches in Jesus name. Amen. All right. Colossians, the third chapter. Hope that won't be before you too long today. Uh, We're going into a new season. Uh, by the calendar. But I want this to be a new season of how you dress yourself. OK. Fashion is, is a very big, popular thing, never ending, always changing. But sometimes and most times still repeating itself. Okay. Um, but but I wanna I wanna talk about dressing your spiritual man. Because there are some things that we don't want to carry into 2021. Because 2020 has been bad enough. And we may not be able to change what the government does physically, but spiritually we can change who we are. Spiritually, we can change what we do, how we do it. When we do it. So I thank God for that. As Ephesians says in the sixth chapter, it says to put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the adversary or the devil. Okay? So there are things that you have to put on, but that's just your outer coat. See, I want to talk more about the inner dress. Okay? We, we know that we got to put on the shield and or have the shield of faith and the helmet of salvation and have your feet shod with the preparation of the, of the gospel of peace. But there are things that you have to take off and things you have to put on before the armor goes on. Because that's you that's walking inside the armor. And it has to matriculate outside of the armor who you are inside to see what type of person you are from the inside. The outside, we know what it is. But what's on what's working on the inside? So so here, here in here in Galatians, I'm gonna take I'm a Colossians, I'm gonna take my time. I'm gonna take my time. Pray for me. Pray for me. My doctor said that I, I'm in I'm in the uh, early stages of um cataracts. And um I thank God for that, um finding that out. And I thank God that um that they were able to see that. And it's not to the place where I have to have surgery or anything like that. But mother, I understand losing sight, because when she told me that. Uh, my heart dropped because I would rather lose my hearing than my seeing. That's just me. That's just me. Um, so pray for me. Keep me in prayer. Um, and they're testing me for, for glaucoma um, because I have, uh, I'm borderline with that. But I thank God she did say that there's no damage from diabetes. So, so I am thankful for that in Jesus' name. Um, so let me start in here for a minute. Y- y- y'all going to walk with me for a minute through the scripture? And I'm going to try to give you some food for the day, some food for thought. Okay, this might not be a shouting message for you. Okay, if you if if you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above. Church, stop looking down. Stop, stop looking down. Huh? I will lift up my eyes unto the hills which cometh my help. My, My help cometh from the Lord. I need help and I can't find the help. Looking down. Huh? The devil wants to put the pressure on my body to bend me over in a situation or a stance that I won't look up and give God the praise and the glory and the honor. But I, I challenge you, he said, if, if Christ be risen, seek those things that are above 
What's on this earth is corruption, desolation, disappointment, rejection. But up above there is joy. Up, a, up above there is peace. Up above there is love. Up above there is harmony. The things that I'm missing are above, not here on this earth. Oh, I love to see the snow fall. But my God, I love to see grace and mercy follow me all the days of my life. I'd rather see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. The snow is great. It looks wonderful. I love this part of the season. But my God, I love the season that God provides for me of praise, of giving him the glory, of giving him the honor. So look up above. We have to learn. We have to train our minds to look above. Okay. Where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. He's waiting. He's waiting for your praise to come up. He's waiting for your joy. He's waiting for the glory to come. He's waiting. He's sitting there on the right hand. Now there's no sense of a, of a right hand of God because he is spirit, but it means right hand of power. It means right hand of authority. So when you take something to God, when you take it up and he's sitting there waiting, then he can release the things that he needs to get you through every situation and circumstance. So it says in verse 3, and I'm going to jump down. Or let me go to 2. Set your affections on things above. What's your affections? Huh? What's affections? Things that affect you. How you feel. Huh? So people can do certain things to you and make you feel a certain way. They can say things to you and make you feel a certain way. Huh? Keep you in a situation or keep you where you won't move. I've got my dog now to where I can say stop and he won't move. Hallelujah. That's what the devil's trying to do to you where he can get you to stop and not move. So, but if my affections are not on things of this world, but on things of above, I'll keep moving and say, Satan, get thee behind me. Hallelujah. My affection is above you. Hallelujah. You are beneath me. So therefore, I'm going to keep moving forward in the Lord. And it goes on to say, not of things of the earth. These are temporal saints. Man, I like my house. I would love to put a swimming pool in my house. But I would love to walk on streets paved with gold. Hallelujah. Huh? Huh? I'm not saying we can't be blessed here. But I want to set everything above. If we're, if we're, if we're, all, if we're all looking above, we ain't looking at each other. Oh, hallelujah. Uh, huh? Huh? If, 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 if I'm looking above, I, I don't have time to look behind. Hallelujah. If I'm looking above, I don't have time to look to the left or to the right. If I'm looking above, if my affection, see, that's the key word, affection, affection drives you. Huh? Affection pushes you. Affection makes you hungry to go higher and go. If I'm affectionate about something, I strive for perfection. Affection strives for perfection. I tell my son, he, he didn't get a part in a play he was singing for. I said, you're not affectionate about it yet. It doesn't mean that much to you. You can grab the mic and sing a little, but you'll be off key. But if you're affectionate, you hone in on the skill set. So it presses you 
to the mark of the prize of the high calling. If I'm affectionate and I'm looking above, then I'll work for my perfection to go higher in God. Am I making sense? Y'all with me? Huh? Set your affections on things above. Okay? All right. All right. So, so, so we got to get in our mind. We got to train our mind. Huh? Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. His mind was above. He walked on the earth. But his purpose and intention and striving was for above, not for the earth. He came to save us, to take us above, to take us to heaven. Okay? So let me move on. So you are dead. And your life is hid with Christ. Now, that's dead to sin. You are not dead. You are alive. The sin is dead because of the blood. Thank God for the blood. Thank God he was born. Thank God he came to the earth. Thank God he wrapped himself in flesh so that I might have life in heaven more abundantly. My my sin is dead. I am not. That's what this means. For you are dead And your life is hid in Christ Jesus, in God. Okay? My sin is dead. My sin is dead. Not me. You are alive. You are here. God has blessed you with another day. Just another day that the Lord has kept me. Huh? He has kept me from all hurt, harm, and danger. So in that that keeping power, he wants you to praise him. He wants you to magnify him. The devil's trying to put so much weight on you so you don't give God the praise. But God said, I come to set the captive free. Huh? I've come to set you free. I've come to deliver you. I've come to change your life. I've come to put purpose and affection for striving for perfection in your life. So, so we're just not going to put on the whole armor of God and say, I'm going to go by the shield of faith. We're going to get into some things about what we got to put on. So now let's just jump down. Mortify. Now, what's mortify mean? Anybody got a definition? Y'all can talk back to me today. It means to subdue. What are we do? What are we subduing? Therefore, your members, which are upon the earth, fornication. These are things you're gonna start taking off. See, people don't want to talk about fornication in the church. It exists. It's real, huh? Take off fornication, uncleanliness. Huh? We want to we wanna subdue that. What's uncleanliness? Doing somebody wrong intentionally. With purpose and intent to affect their lives. That's uncleanliness. That ain't, ain't about taking a shower. Ivory soap don't have nothing to do with this. Uncleanliness. Me treating my brother wrong intentionally. Knowing that I'm going to do him wrong. Knowing that what I'm going to say, how I'm going to say it, what my purpose is behind it, is intentionally unclean and it's going to purposely affect him. That's uncleanliness. That's uncleanliness. Okay? Inordinate affection. Evil conspicuousness. Covetedness, which is adultery. I'm not going to break all those, but, but, but covetous. We know what that is, to covet something. Huh? My God. I, I want my brother's Lincoln out there. Is it out there today, bro? Huh? Now, now see? 
I ain't got to take his. <laughs> He'll give me one. See? But that would be covetous. If I go to try to go around him, circumvent, and get what he has. Or don't speak to him because he got something that I don't. Huh? I ain't talking to him. He got Lincoln. I'm driving a Jeep. Compass. Small. No size. Huh? He might have a heated steering wheel in his. I ain't got that. I got to rub my hands together. I ain't talking to Brother Carter today. That's covetousness. Huh? That's covetousness. That hinders us. That keeps me looking here rather than there. That takes my affection off of here and put it on him. I'm giving him more praise. I'm giving God. Why? Because he got something I desire. And God got it all. The earth is the Lord's and the what? The fullness thereof. Huh? Why worry about what he got? Am I in the book? Am I, am I in the book? Okay, as long as I'm in the book. Subdue that. Subdue that. Okay? Let me, let me, let me get a little further with that. To bodily abstinence from it. To destroy the strength. There's strength that comes with hatred. Y'all hear me? There's strength that comes with covetedness. And all these things are contagious. See, because if I go against him, then I can create a pack. Now I got a pack against him. Sorry, Brian, me to use you. I'm just trying to. Then that way, that causes division. That causes separation. Envy. Jealousy. Wrath. Now we all looking here and not there. A little leaven leavened the whole lump. Y'all don't hear me. Huh? Just a little bit. I ain't against my brothers that do technology better than me. Show me. Teach me. Explain to me. Help me open up the door. See, because what you know shows me. I'll give somebody else. See, and that's another thing. We got to learn to give somebody give you something. You should give it to somebody else. Oh, y'all want to hear that. Huh? If you got something to give, then, and it was given to you, you should give it to someone else. You should have a giveaway spirit. <laughs> huh? You just don't put on the whole armor yet. You, can't, you, can't, you, you, you gotta work on stuff on the inside of you first. The outside shows one thing. I don't know if y'all watched it. I watched this show called The Mandarin. And he got his armor. It's very protective armor on him. It's, it's impenetrable. You can't impenetrate it. You can't, you can't break it. You can't, you can't cut through it or nothing. We know God's armor is like that. But how are you on the inside? How strong are you on the inside? So let me move on. So, so subdue, subdue, subdue. So then therefore, now people want to talk about this too. For verse, verse 6, now look here. For which things sake the wrath of God cometh upon the children of disobedience. I don't think there ain't no more wrath with God. Don't think that's just an Old Testament thing. Because our Father which art in heaven still does issue beatings. <laughs> huh? 
I thought he said that whom he chaseth, he loveth. Huh? Is that word? So he, if, if he's still chasing you because you're disobedient, because you got these things that you have not mortified in your body, he still loves you because he wants you to get rid of them. I thought Sidney said mama never gave up. And she kept beating him and kept beating him. And that's what God does. Till he gets these things out of you. Because he loves you. Huh? He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. So God still does provide wrath in a loving way. You may not receive it that way, but it comes that way with a care package <laughs> to prepare you to do his will. Amen. Eh? All right, all right. Now, here's your part. But now, verse 8, but now you also put off all these. Some of us got all these. Not just one. Not just two. He, the Lord said all these. Now let's look at them a little bit. I'm closing. Anger. Be angry and sin not. How about not be angry? How can we, how can we not be angry? My affections are above. Again, I, I got I to go back to that like a loop in, in a program. Affection above. Huh? Oh, when they hung him on the cross. I know it's Christmas and this the birth and all. But when they hung him on the cross, he said, Father, forgive them. I, I ain't there yet. But, but, I got, but if I set my affection. Huh? While they're doing this to me, Father, forgive them. While they're doing this to me, Father, forgive them. See, I'm not saying I'm there yet. I'm saying what we have to do. Okay? All right? Lay aside anger. Stop being angry with each other. Huh? Stop being angry with one another. Can I preach? Y'all still love me? Or do I need to go put on the whole armor first? <laughs> Wrath. Huh? Wrath means you enraged. I'm so mad at him. Can't even pray. Huh? Think about it night and day. Huh? It's wearing on you more than it is him or her. You got wrath because you want to do something now harmful to this person. Fight. Saints should not fight in the church. I think it says, I'm not sure if it's Timothy, but don't be a brawler. Now, I know that's to the preachers. But I think it's trickled down too to the saints too. So, so let's not have wrath against each other. Okay, you gotta you gotta you gotta put off wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. You can't talk filthy and praise at the same mouth. Oh, hallelujah. Huh? I can't curse you out and turn around and go start a praise team. Huh? I can't do that. I can't bless you out and then want to take communion. Examine yourself. Examine yourself. Huh? I can't do that. 
Let your conversation be yay and nay. Okay. All right. So, so I, can, I can't. I can't have filthy communication. Lie not one to another. Stop lying to each other. All right. Huh? Lying would have been me showing up sick last week and telling my pastor I'm not sick and I had a cold. Don't lie to each other. Huh? If something's wrong, let's get it out. Tell the truth. Be real. But don't lie to each other. Don't lie and say you don't need prayer when you do. I need prayer. Help me. So, Brother Sean, when you think of someone, please think of me. Huh? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not too big to say that, 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 that I fall short every day of God. Maybe I, maybe I never fell before. Hallelujah. But I've fallen short of the glory of God on a daily basis. So on a daily basis, I need you to mention my name. On a daily basis, I need you to lift me up. On a daily basis, I'm not going to lie and say, I'm holier than thou. No, I'm not. Hallelujah. Every day, I'm not like that. But if my affection is right, what I do have a problem with, I'll have an easier way of putting it off. So if anger pulls me down, if my affection is above, I have an easier time of letting that go. I got to change where I'm looking. See, when the doctor looked into my eye, she said, look up to the left. Look up to the right. Look down, look left. So she can see my whole eye. See, you got to present everything to God. But you got to look up and look to the left and look to the hills so that you can see all the glory of God. I think he said to the prophet, he said, Lord, he said, all these men are around us. How are we going to escape? I'm paraphrasing. He said, go look again. He said, and he showed me chariots of fire. Sometimes you got to refocus, hallelujah, how you're looking at God so that when you do, something does happen, come up against you. You are ready to look up and say, God, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. But I got to say it with conviction and affection that God is doing this for me. Hallelujah. Because I'm putting off things. I'm letting them go. I'm not carrying them any longer. I'm cutting the chains off. Hallelujah. Because I want to walk right for God. I want to talk right for God. I want to give him the glory. I want to give him the honor. So I got to put it off so I can praise him in the beauty of holiness. I can't walk around like that. Lay aside every weight. I can't carry him no more. It's too heavy. Hallelujah. So I got to find a way to get rid of him. God says, mortify them and let them go. Hallelujah. So I can walk upright before the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I'm trying to cut off. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But I want us to be lighter when we leave here. Hallelujah. I don't want us to come away. We came in to go out carrying the same things. Hallelujah. Because that way we will not grow in grace. We will not grow in the Lord. We will not prosper. We will not be successful. We will not achieve the purpose that God has in store for us if I don't put these things off. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Line that one to another. Put off the old man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't start a testimony where they don't know me. How I used to be. If you focus it on how you used to be, you won't act like how you used to be. Hallelujah. Again, I'm going to go back. Hallelujah. Set your affections on things above, not on things of what you used to be. I used to be pretty good at football. If I get on the football field now and run 20 yards, I'm going to probably be bent over like this. Hallelujah. Can't do that no more. Hallelujah. So I got to look to the heels from which cometh my help. Don't lie one to another. Again, put off. Subdue. Kill it. If, if, if I had to use a stronger uh, um, scripture would be Deuteronomy 13 and 5 or 17 and 7. And in those verses, it says, kill the person that tries to destroy you. Kill the thing that tries to harm you. Kill the thing that tries to keep you down. Hallelujah. Now, in Old Testament, it means physically kill. Here, it means spiritually kill. But I just wanted to add a little flavor of the seriousness when it says to subdue or to put off. It means to kill. Don't give it mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. Hallelujah. Huh? You know how, and how that happens? Somebody comes and start pushing on your heart. Brother Ken, you know how you used to be back in New York? Two, three. Trying to revive that old man. Huh? And you got to say, that's not me no more. And you got to put it back under your feet. But King, you used to talk like this, remember? One, two, trying to revive that old man. <laughs> Amen. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm getting down to the end. And put on the new man, uh-huh, which is renewed in knowledge. You get knowledge through trials and tribulations. You get knowledge through the word of God. You get knowledge through prayer. You get knowledge, I don't know, maybe you don't, but I do, knowledge through fasting. Huh? So put on the new man. Again, this is all before the armor of God. Put all this on first. Huh? Put on the new man, which is renewed in the knowledge after the image of him that created him. And then that kind of goes through, it doesn't matter who it is, verse 11. Then some more. Put on, therefore, is the elect of God holy and beloved. Bowels of mercy. I'm, I'm getting to my closing point. Mercy. You want mercy, give mercy. Oh, hallelujah. Huh? God gave you mercy. Surely, goodness and mercy. You want it, give it. Remember I said, whatever you get, give it back. Oh, I was coming to my point. Huh? You want mercy? When you know you done messed up, Lord, have mercy on my soul. <laughs> oh, you know how to pray. So therefore, give mercy back. Huh? 
Y'all ready? We, we come to them. Kindness, be kind to one another. Look, we all ain't growing the same way. We ain't supposed to grow the same way. We would be cookie cutters if we did. This is not a cookie cutter. It's a body. Huh? Somebody's the hand. Somebody got to be the foot. Somebody got to be the head. Somebody got to be this. Somebody got to be that. Don't try to jump out the eye socket to be the tongue because you got something to say. Because you didn't see something. You need to think you need to talk about it. <laughs> Just because you seen it don't mean you got to say nothing. If you the eye, stay where you at. Stop jumping down in somebody's mouth. Oh, hallelujah. I got to go. Y'all ain't going to have me preaching them. Y'all going to call elder tonight and tell him, don't put him back up there. Look, if you the eye, shut up. If you the mouth, stop turning the eye what it look like. <laughs> amen, 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 amen. Put on the elects of God, holiness, love, kindness, mercy, humbleness of mind, humility. That's what that means. Have humility. Show humility. Give humility. Amen. Meekness. Oh, here we go. Long suffering. Long suffering. God is long suffering with you. Oh, hey, well, I, no, 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 with me. I can't talk to nobody. He's long suffering with me. Huh? But if you know he's long suffering with you, then you need to be long suffering with someone else. Because you don't know what they're going through. I think the word of God says, bear one another's burdens. Huh? Oh, hallelujah. Oh, you, you know, you know, brother, brother Carter, if, 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 if he's a gentleman and he see a lady struggling with some bags, can I get that for you? Huh? Can I, can, and, just, and just say, let me carry that for you. So you see your brother dragging. Oh, hallelujah. Y'all don't hear me. Can I get that? Can I, can I carry that with you? Can, can, I, can, I, can we walk together? I'll help you. Huh? You walk with them and you bear that and you take that and you go with them with that because you don't know what they're going through and how they're going through with it. Long suffering. Huh? I remember Pastor Long say the mothers used to stay at Tarion with you all night long. They didn't let you leave. Huh? They didn't let you go nowhere till you got the Holy Ghost. Huh? Mother Martin was a tireless warrior. Huh? Tireless. Huh? And she, I, I think I heard her say, don't you give up. <laughs> you stay there. You're close. Huh? That's called seasoned mothers. Not saying we don't have none here. We got seasoned mothers. And they fight with you. Huh? We need that, mothers. Lisa's mom. Long-suffering. Hang in there with us. Hang in there with your sister. Hang in there with your brother. Uplift them. Forbearing one another. What's forbearing? Hold back of patience. Be patient. In 2021, be more patient. Be more patient. Forgiving one another. Forgive thy brother 70 times 7. 
Now, if I know you got a calendar at home with those markings on it, I'm going to personally come and tear it down. It doesn't literally mean that number. <laughs> Look, somebody got Elder Walthour, and it's all just red all over the place. <laughs> it doesn't mean that. Stop counting them. It doesn't have a number. Just forgive. Affection above, I forgive you, bro. I'm, I'm looking at Jesus because I want to make it in. Forgive one another. If any have a quarrel against any, even if Christ forgave you, and I'm closing with that, Christ forgave you, you need to forgive. You need to forgive. I need to forgive. Huh? Oh, we, we want the forgiveness of God. Lord, forgive me. Please have mercy on me. But you don't want to give it back. Remember, I said you can't keep it. You can't keep forgiveness inside of you. If someone has done something to you and you know God, again, you're looking above now. If you're looking down, you ain't going to forgive. That's where murmuring and complaining comes in. Huh? That's where you stumble. That's where you fall. Because you're not looking above. If my affection is above, then I can forgive. Because I will know that God has forgiven me of so much. Oh, so many times I've fallen. Huh? So many times I've failed. So many times I've stumbled. So many times I've did things wrong. And God forgave me. And then something happens and God brings a test to you and you won't forgive? You can't ask for forgiveness. Huh? So learn how to subdue the old man and the things that come with it. Then put on the whole armor of God. You have to dress properly. You have to put things on and take things off. Then you will be successful in God, prosperous in God, overcoming in God, conquering in God. So put aside or put off, not put aside, not lay aside, subdue. That means to kill, just utterly cut it off from breathing, destroy it so that it doesn't affect your walk with God and your walk with the saints of God in the household of faith in Jesus name.